Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. Here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful host of this podcast. I just graduated from ASU. I'm in need of a full-time job, so please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. I'm there. You can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, as always, it's brought to you by Built Bar. So go to builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on to get $10 off your first order. That's builtbar.com, promo code locked on, $10 off your first order. Now, today's pod, I saw an interesting article by MLB.com. This was written by Manny Rondawa. That's a little struggle for me to say, but it's written by Manny. His Twitter is at Manny on MLB. And he wrote this interesting article that I found pretty interesting on uh, MLB.com. It's, who would you rather have choose your legendary ace, the big unit Randy Johnson or Pedro Martinez? So I want to get into that discussion today on today's on today's pod. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now, let's jump right into it. Randy Johnson versus Pedro Martinez. Who would you rather have? So, both of these guys were pretty much active and full-time starters for the same amount of years. 1994 to 2009 is where they had the most overlap between those years. Because Randy Johnson, uh, he played a... Good. He played a very long time in baseball. He played over 20 years in the in the big leagues. When Randy Johnson came in, it was 1988, and he retired in 09. So he he definitely uh was in the the majors for a very long time. And then Pedro Martinez, he came in 1992. So they they both had overlap for a long time, and they both retired in 09. So. There was a lot of overlap between the two, and they were definitely, arguably, I would say definitely, arguably, the two best pitchers in baseball during this time. And so it, it makes a really compelling argument for who is better. So let's jump right into it. Who is better between Pedro Martinez and Randy Johnson? So they were both elite starters. They both are, you know, top two in baseball reference with wins above replacement, adjusted Adjusted earn run average and strikeouts. It's not very close between those two and the rest of the competition between 94 through 2009. These two, when you just compile their, compile their stats all together, they're just head and shoulders above, you know, the rest of the league at this time in terms of pitchers. And there's a lot of similarities between these two. Both of them started their careers on the Expos and both of them brought it to a close in 2009. Like I said, they were both strikeout machines, but Pedro Martinez really cut a lot of his teeth in the American League. And uh, Pedro Martinez, you know, put in most of his work in the NL. That doesn't mean Pedro Martinez wasn't a great NL pitcher. He even won a Cy Young in the NL. 
but he's mo he pitched most of his career, his most of his best year, his peak years in the American League and Randy Johnson, vice versa in the National League. Because even Randy Johnson, you know, pitched a little bit in the AL as well. He pitched for the Yankees some. He started uh, a lot of his career in the American League. So they both have track records in both leagues. But Randy Johnson, most notable for the National League. And Pedro Martinez, most notable for the American League. Both of these were, you know, obviously aces of their staff. Randy Johnson standing at six foot ten, and Pedro Martinez five foot eleven. So basically, a whole foot apart in terms of height. But both of them, even though you had the heights to, you know, separate the two, they both did end up in the Hall of Fame, both as part of the class of 2015. So so many parallels between these two. But we're gonna break down each one and see uh, each one of their cases for. Who should be taken in a you know a mock fantasy draft number one between these two pitchers? So first we'll take a look at Randy Johnson. When you think of Randy Johnson, you think of fastballs, hundred mile an hour pitches, you know, think of sliders just crippling you at the knees, and you know he he was a giant on the mound that played a big part into the mystique about Randy Johnson because when you see a guy out there on the mound who looks like he should be playing basketball who doesn't even look like he's in the right sport. It's intimidating. It makes you feel like you're going against a giant, especially a guy who's six foot ten, could throw the heat like Randy Johnson. It's very intimidating to see a guy like that on the mound. There's not too many pitchers in baseball who are even close to that height, and so Randy Johnson was definitely one of the most intimidating pitchers we've ever seen on the mound. It wasn't because like he looked intimidating. His just massive size was just so large. He was drafted by the Expos and made his Major League debut in 1988 with the Expos. And uh, when he first came into the league, he struggled a little bit with control and command. He was traded to the Mariners in May of, 1980, uh, May of 1989. His control issues persisted when he went from the Expos to the Mariners. And Johnson even led the majors in walks every year from 1990 to 1992. So he definitely struggled with control. That's something we probably don't think about with Randy Johnson in his early career because we know how dominant of a pitcher he was by the end of it. And a lot of his, you know, peak success and turning his career around can be attributed to another Hall of Fame pitcher. Nolan Ryan, uh, Randy Johnson said he, he used to talk with Nolan Ryan because Nolan Ryan is another all-time pitcher who started his career with control issues. But after Randy Johnson got a little advice, some tips from Nolan Ryan, his career really started to turn around. Johnson suddenly became one of the most unhittable pitchers in all of baseball. He had shown flashes you know, of brilliance throughout his career because, of course, he's Randy Johnson. He... He no-hit the Tigers on June 2nd, 1990. So he, he was putting in work. He was racking up a strike outside day. But he was also racking up some walks as well. So we, we saw what Randy Johnson could do. He, he was even, even with these control issues, he was good enough to get a no-hitter. So that just tells you about the kind of talent Randy Johnson had before he unlocked all his potential. And once Randy Johnson did, it, it's like the switch was flipped. Randy Johnson all of a sudden became overpowering as a pitcher. From 1995 to 2002, that's age 31 to age 38, Randy Johnson won five Cy, five Cy Young Awards. That's including four straight. 
from 1999 to 2002 with the D-backs. In 01, he even tied a major league record for strikeouts in a nine-inning game by fanning 20 against the Reds on May 8th. Now, since he didn't finish the game, it didn't technically get counted as a record because that game went to extra innings, but still, to strike out 20 is amazing. And then in that same year, he helped the D-backs win its first World Series title, was named co-MVP with uh, Kurt Schilling, and the D-backs became the fastest team in the world, uh, the fastest team to win a World Series because they were just an expansion team. So it was like by their fifth season, the D-backs were already holding up the World Series trophy. And Randy Johnson, along with Kurt Schilling, was the real reason for that. Johnson's 1990 no-hitter wasn't his last no-hitter either. He actually ended up throwing a perfect game for Arizona on May 18th, 2004, against the Atlanta Braves. And when you look at Kurt, uh, Randy Johnson's career once it was finished, he ended up with almost 5,000 strikeouts, 4,875 4, strikeouts to be exact, 488. Oh, my God, I'm struggling so much to get this number out. 4875 to be exact, 4,875 strikeouts to be exact, the most by left-handed pitcher in, in MLB history and is only trailing Nolan Ryan. For second all time. So Nolan Ryan is first with 5,714. And Randy Johnson is second with almost 4,900 strikeouts. So Randy Johnson was obviously uh, a dominant pitcher. The five Cy Youngs, the four straight, the World Series. He did it all. Led the league in strikeouts multiple, multiple times. Uh, nine times he led the league in strikeouts. So he, he had a phenomenal uh, career. He did his thing. Let me tell you guys about Built Bar because Built Bars are like candy bars. They taste like candy bars. Eight of them, eight flavors with chocolate and nuts, eight flavors with chocolate and no nuts. But the thing about Built Bars is that they're not candy bars. They're actually protein bars, which is great for a health-conscious guy like me because I like candy, I like junk food, but Built Bar is healthy, and it helps me replace that candy bar that I usually have in my life. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first, your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. How about Pedro Martinez? What did he do? Well, from, 1990, from 1999 to 2003, Martinez was so dominant that he actually created the largest gap between a starting pitcher's performance and the rest of the league. His adjusted ERA, his ERA plus over those five seasons, was 228. Just for some reference, in one of those years, in the year 2000, Martinez set an MLB record for qualified starters by finishing with and with by finishing with a 291 ERA plus, and when you think about it in context, that ERA plus, that adjusted ERA, his dominance is even greater because he's doing this in the time during the not the juice ball era, but the juice person era, because everyone was loading up on steroids during this time. This was prevalent during 
the steroid era. And this was even better Pedro Martinez. Maybe he was doing steroids. I don't know. I won't even speculate on that. But he was dominating during a time where everyone was cheating and juicing. And it didn't even phase Pedro Martinez. He was at his best during this era. And he was putting up numbers that we haven't seen by any other pitcher during this era. Martinez won back-to-back Cy Young with the Red Sox in 1999 and 2000. He even won won a Cy Young in 97 with the Expos. That year in 97, he had an MLB best 1.9 ERA flat. He led the majors in ERA five times throughout the course of his career. And over those 31 starts that season, he led baseball with 13 complete games. Can you just imagine that? 13 complete games. So 31 starts, 13 complete games. That's, you know, that's like every other start. You're going the full course of the game. Imagine giving your ball to your starting pitcher and saying, hey, this is basically a rest day for my bullpen because Pedro is going to go out there, pitch me all nine innings and give me the win, and I'm going to be able to rest my bullpen and save my guys for a, a bigger moment. And that that's a really important uh, rest and mileage on the arm by the end of the season it really racks up and Pedro Martinez was really able to save the arms of a lot of pitchers in baseball and not baseball but on his team and I don't think he gets enough credit for that Martinez struck out 32 percent of the batteries he faced in 97 and 36 percent at his peak from 99 to 2000 in 99 actually he had a streak of eight consecutive starts from August 19th to September 27th during which he struck out 11 or more batters with a high of 17 at Yankee Stadium a high of 17 at Yankee Stadium on September 10th. Just think about that. 11 or more batters for what? Uh, a month straight, a little bit over a month. Just that, that's crazy to think about. You're out there getting double digit batters. You're most likely getting a complete game as well, at least 7 to 8 innings. Pedro Martinez was just saving so much time from players he's giving them so much extra rest they they don't even factor into they don't see in the box score he's moving through the game quicker with these strikeouts he's putting less stress on the the defense he's putting less stress on the bullpen i don't think pedro martinez gets enough credit for that martinez was an eight-time all-star his best moment came on his home mound at fenway park in 1999 in a performance you know that's Gets compared to Carl Hubble in the 90, 1934 Midsummer Classic. Martinez in the 99 All-Star Game struck out four, struck out the first four batters he faced. He struck out Barry Larkin, Larry Walker, Sammy Sosa, and Mark McGuire. You know, three of those guys we are we know for you know prominent steroid use or speculation. The first two, Barry Larkin and Larry Walker, are Hall of Famers. So Actually, I take that back. Barry Larkin and Larry Walker, I don't think were uh, speculated for doing steroids. But we know Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire are like the poster boys of that. So Larry Walk- Barry Larkin and Larry Walker are both Hall of Famers. And Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were both big-time home run hitting sluggers who it was a lot of it was probably due to steroids that we know. Overall, Martinez struck out five and two innings in this All-Star game. Jeff Bagwell was another guy he struck out, another Hall of Famer, struck him out swinging in the second. Martinez would go on to be named All-Star Game MVP. And he even helped Boston, just like Randy Johnson, 
Pedro Martinez helped Boston win their first World Series. And it was so special because, as we know, the Red Sox were cursed for pretty much their whole entire franchise history. 86 years they were cursed, and Pedro Martinez was the big reason why they were able to break that curse. They overcame a 3-0 deficit the first time in baseball history, being down 3-0 to come back and beat the Yankees in the ALCS championship, and then went on to sweep the Cardinals in the World Series. And, of course, he was strikeout. Uh, he was lights out. In that run, and so it makes you really wonder, who was better? Well, when you look at some of the stats, you know, side by side, it makes you just really question everything because these guys, there's just so many things that they were both just so close at. From Johnson, for Johnson, 90, for Johnson, 1994 to 2000, he had a war of 89.3. His war per 200 innings pitch was 5.8. He had a seven-year peak war of 59.3. His strikeout percentage was 39. Uh, not 39, it was 30. He averaged 191 innings pitch per season. Five-time Cy Young Award winner. Eight-time All-Star. Co-MVP in the World Series. He, he did a lot. Uh, and he, there's nothing you can really take away from Pedro Mar uh, from Randy Johnson. And we compare those accolades to uh, Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson is a little bit bigger of a war, but the war per 200 innings pitch, Randy Johnson has the nod there. His seven-year peak war is actually Pedro Martinez, too, so you can make an argument Pedro Martinez had a higher peak. ERA plus Pedro Martinez, but Randy Johnson did have a better strikeout percentage. He did pitch more innings per season, so it really makes you wonder. Randy Johnson was more of a strikeout artist, Workhorse, while Pedro Martinez is more of a guy who worked more efficiently, didn't, uh, you know, went your eight innings or nine innings, was also a strikeout artist, but maybe had a higher peak, let up less runs, a little bit more control in his prime. He was a three-time Cy Young Award winner compared to the five by Randy Johnson. Eight-time All-Star. It does have an All-Star game MVP, was a World Series champion, and they were both in the 2015 Hall of Fame class. So it's definitely close. I think maybe Randy, uh, I think maybe Pedro Martinez's peak is slightly higher than Randy Johnson, but over the course of a full career, I think I would rather have Randy Johnson over Pedro Martinez. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Go tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition, the Locked On Fantasy MLB Draft, and stay up to date with news, rankings, and updates and everything pertaining to fantasy baseball with that podcast. And go to BuiltBar.com and Postmates.com, both of those websites. You can use promo code LOCKEDON to get a discount. On BuiltBar.com, it'll be $10 off your first order. On Postmates.com, it'll be $100 of free delivery credit. So use code LOCKEDON for both of those to get your discounts. Hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy, and staying inside. Peace!